welcome to another episode of Chilling Drinas Mas Finas with your girl Nicole Coco Patrice. I am Nicole Coco Patrice, right? Thank y'all for tuning in. Um, I'm here today on the heels of our Chicago mayoral, mayoral election, which we talked about a couple episodes ago. So um, for those of you who didn't vote or don't give a shit, fuck y'all. Um, because I live in this city and I need everybody who can vote to vote. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? Whatever. Y'all do what y'all want to do. Um, but it was uh, as predicted... I think everybody kind of knew that Miss Miss Mams wasn't gonna get reelected, so um, we'll talk about that in a minute. So let me just try to do my notes in order. You know what I mean? I'm trying to be a good girl today. So um, yeah, let's just get, get. Let's just get. I'm too excited. I'm too excited. Let me calm down. Let's just get right into it, okay? Shall we? Um, so I wanted to talk about because this was tripping me out and people was I was telling people this and they was like no quit playing I'm like no for real so Kanye West um and Adidas so as y'all may remember uh Kanye sent his infamous uh you know well uh, it wasn't just one the nigga was wilding for like months okay and uh he was going in on the Jews and Jewish people or whatever please don't try and cancel me I I don't hate nobody. I don't hate nobody. I don't got time for that shit. That shit is time consuming. Hate is time consuming. It's bad for your fucking hormones. It's bad for your organs. Like, it's stupid, okay? So stop hating people. You're going to need fucking biological repair behind that shit, okay? Um, but anyway, um, so Kanye uh, sent his infamous tweets and uh, got into a lot of trouble uh, with various uh, entities uh, and one of them was his, uh, Adidas partnership, uh, which the deal was, you know, ultimately canceled or whatever based on, you know, them, uh, canceling relationship with him because of pressure from various groups and the anti-defamation league, et cetera, for his anti-Semitic tweets. Okay. Um, so I, uh, pulled my source here from the Washington post, um, so basically, uh, Yeezy, just to give the backstory for those of you who don't know, um, Adidas, uh, is now in a dilemma with his Yeezy line because, um, months after cutting ties with the rapper and fashion designer Kanye West over his flagrant anti-Semitism, the German company, make sure y'all remember German, okay? I mean, it's a to do with it a little bit of what, yeah, what's going on. February 9th warned it was looking at massive losses. It couldn't. If it couldn't sell its inventory, raising questions about its options for the now tainted brand, including literally burning the shoes. So that's where we was at with it. They was, they was about to burn the Yeezys, according to them. Um, so, yeah, they uh, basically, um, you know, these shoes are sold at like $200, $600 a pop. And they were saying that. Um, so this article is just kind of giving a synopsis of that in comparison to other um ill-fated brands that got, you know, where their celebrity endorser or whatever um, got into trouble or got, you know, uh, backlash and therefore they were kind of forced to review their ties or cut ties with them and therefore had this surplus of inventory that they had to figure out how they were going to get rid of being that now this is all tainted product, right? Um, at least in the court of public opinion for, for some reason um, or another. So, uh, they ended their relationship with him in late October, um, including with him wearing that White Lives Matter t-shirt at Paris Fashion Week, um, and then his anti-Semitic uh, rhetoric on Instagram and Twitter. There was a video of him um, doing a, uh, I guess he was just off cam on camera, and he's saying, um, since when have you known somebody to end a deal, a multi-million dollar deal or a billion dollar deal off of a tweet? And he's like, Gotcha gotcha so like everybody was kind of saying that like he along it was a, not everybody but there were a few people who had the opinion that Kanye was just trying to force their hand anyway to get out of a deal that he no longer felt served him um without you know facing any legal repercussions on his end and it seems as though he was successful so next time y'all go call Kanye crazy y'all might want to reevaluate 
what you know i that's and i said that on the episode when we talked about that before a few you know a few episodes ago that y'all can't just be looking at what y'all see somebody doing from the outside looking in you don't know none of the details you don't know nothing in his contract like you ain't you won't know what the fuck going on so for you to be like oh he's stupid oh he doing this he's not doing himself any justice or he's being uh, uh not making good business sense or whatever like you don't know like you're just literally somebody on the outside looking in like shut the fuck up you know so especially if you don't have all the facts like and a lot of that shit was speculation everybody just kind of was just giving their opinion which is fine but it's like y'all be going a little too hard with not knowing what the fuck is actually going on especially when you start calling names and shit like that shit bothers me it's like you gonna name call somebody but you your ass is ill-informed so therefore you're ignorant so if anybody should be called a name, it's your ass who's calling a name of somebody that you don't even have a full picture of what the fuck is going on that, to make them make those decisions. But it, but anyway, that's why we should just mad at motherfucking business. Anyway, uh, so yeah, they ended their relationship with Kanye. Um, of course, we all know the Breakfast Club interview and everything else that kind of uh, went along with that that storm of the Kanye controversy controversy um and all the condemnation he was receiving from uh different people and different uh artists and people in the industry um and then so uh jewish organizations condemned the artists and called out adidas which was slower to act than his other business partners including balenciaga uh jp morgan chase and I mean, these guys are pillars in the community, right? Balenciaga, J.P. Morgan Chase. I mean, with the with the the child bondage uh, ad and the child sex, the pedophilia. Okay, and then J.P. Morgan Chase. We know they they was built on the backs of slave bonds. Okay, but okay, whatever, guys. Whatever you guys are, you guys are great people now, or whatever. If I could, you know, everybody's fucking pure now. Okay, whatever. Everyone's going to heaven. We'll see y'all there. Um. Anyway, uh. So yeah, the uh company was called out and they said that um they were not gonna carry his products anymore um including gap um and then so adidas said they were gonna sell the merchandise at a discount without the label transforming them into what he calls zombie yeezys this is in quotes okay um but it was a risky proposition uh this guy named nick 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 I don't know these names. It sound like niggas. It sound like niggas. It look like niggas. It sound like niggas. Anyway, um, it could backfire on them from a PR perspective. It looked like they were profiting off the collaboration for someone who made blatant anti-Semitic comments. So yeah, it was pretty problematic, and it was kind of like they had a no-win situation on their hands, right? So they were trying to liquidate the stuff and sell it through like TJ Maxx or do something, you know, just basically bootleg their own shit. You know what I mean? And that's wild, right? That this man got them out here trying to bootleg their own shit. And also not to mention like Kanye pretty much saved Adidas. Like when nobody really paying Adidas no attention no more, especially after I think cause Kobe had a shoe with them. And then like, that's the last major thing I remember for, from Adidas is like Kobe shoes. So whatever, whatever Adidas. Um, so um blah, 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 blah. what was i looking for so here they say that um that the yeezys will eventually find their way to consumers almost everything you can imagine okay so this is a long ass article i'm just trying to get to my last point so basically they ended up saying that because they're losing so much money they're now thinking about um revamping the deal with him doing something so let me just see what the final word is here uh so who has studied how okay so Liz, elizabeth okay here we go another option is to destroy the shoes practice some say is still common in the industry despite ethical environmental concerns nike cut up shoes it decided not to sell at a store in new york soho new york times reported other fashion brands such as coach victoria's secret and louis vuitton have received negative attention in recent years for destroying their merchandise in an effort to preserve their value of their brand in 2018, Burberry said it would end the practice of burning unsold merchandise after announcing it destroyed some $37 million worth of goods. Okay, so they just would rather waste the shit. Um, so there was Elizabeth Napier, a assistant professor at University of Toledo, uh, who studies these kind of things, said the best option would be for them to donate the shoes for disaster relief, uh, such as in Turkey and Syria following an earthquake in February that killed more than 46,000 people. That was very sad and unfortunate um, prayers. To those people they was finding people like days and days after under rubble it was incredible um so yeah they they pretty much don't know what to do uh so i've heard some rumors that they're trying to extend another deal to kanye i haven't found any reliable sources on that um but that would be it would be very interesting to see if that 
uh, came to pass. Okay. Um, but also Adidas is having problems because they just bleed. It seemed like Adidas is just bleeding money right now because they also, um, have lost money with, uh, Ivy Park, which was Beyonce's brand. I think they're paying her like 20 million. I got it somewhere here. So Beyonce's fashion partnership with Adidas, um, has produced weak sales of her Ivy Park clothing brand, according to documents of people familiar with the matter, leaving roughly a $200 million hole in the company's annual projections. So this is from the Wall Street Journal. Um, they said sales tumbled more than 50% to $40 million, about $40 million in 2022. And, um, you know, that the sales uh, show that... Uh, Oh, and that per the contract, even though they losing money, Beyonce getting twenty million annually in compensation. Who chap? <laughs> it's the rock. Oh my god. So Beyonce, uh, they said although Beyonce has appeared in marketing campaigns for Ivy Park, she doesn't appear as often as Mr. West did in Adidas Streetwear and Paparazzi pictures. So how you getting twenty million a year for a brand that you supposed to be promoting and you don't even wear that shit your damn self? <laughs> literally it's just when she do the releases and it's on instagram but like you don't see her out in the street wearing that shit honestly beyonce don't be out in the street anyway because she got all them damn kids now so i'm like what did y'all think was gonna happen gotcha both of them motherfuckers got their ass and that's crazy they was both on the rock nation <laughs> adidas y'all got played like a motherfucker that's what you get for being german nazi uh empathizers back in the day allegedly allegedly okay Y'all ain't gonna sue my ass because I ain't got shit. All right. Um, so yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, but it, it, it's feeling like uh <laughs> Jay-Z and The Rock and and uh, you know, Kanye and uh Beyonce, they they done played the shit out of Adidas. So I don't know if y'all got Adidas stock. You might want to start rethinking that shit. Um, should have been rethinking it. It might be a little too late now. Nah. Um, so yeah, that's very interesting. Shout out to uh Beyonce and Kanye playing playing the game okay um but yeah i like i got like one ivy park outfit that shit way overpriced and like it ain't even that cute to me like it's okay but it's not it's not worth what the fuck they was asking for like the make of that shit the um quality is great like that's some durable ass fucking uh craftsmanship you know what i'm saying like them the hoodie and the um pants i got are very like them motherfuckers should never, I should own them bitches for the next 50 years. You know what I'm saying? But on the other hand, it's like, it is kind of pricey. Um, I don't remember what I paid for them, but like the set, like the sweatshirt and the pants had to be like almost $200. Like, you know what I'm saying? Especially, definitely with tax. Like I want to say I paid close to 200 for just a, a, a hoodie and some pants. So it is what it is. All right. And so I wanted to talk about in a way, bullying, um, it seems that we, I, the cancel culture in itself to me is a form of bullying. So y'all can say whatever the fuck y'all want to say, but anytime you go, oh, this person said this and I don't like them, or oh, this person did this and I don't like them. And like, we have a court of law and we have like crimes and shit and like laws and punishment for said crimes. Right. But then it become it's grown into well, they said something that could have been perceived as this, and they did something that could have been perceived as that. These aren't actual crimes. These are just like, you know, offenses, you know, somebody making somebody feel away. And it's like, then once we start getting into your feelings versus the law, like that shit get kind of murky. And then especially once it's kind of like we get to the point where we want to get, get a gang and a mob together, right? And we got this mob mentality and mobs in themselves are very dangerous. You know, people by themselves, aren't as stupid or shallow or um insensitive or violent as people in groups like that's just fucking facts okay and so this mob mentality and bullying mentality that's kind of taken over especially on social media is ridiculous because people are just like swarming uh you know these figures and these 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 celebrities in an attempt to like force them to act a certain way or pay the penalty for being and i mean the online bullying is just crazy anyway like these people don't even just be bots these like real fucking people trolling the shit trolling the shit out of somebody uh, so anyway uh i want to talk about uh michael b jordan kind of getting a lot of flack um and jonathan major so i think i talked about that last episode about how jonathan majors had that um photo shoot that some people were saying looked a little saucy and i'm like well you a grown-ass man why are you so worried about it like 
I would just like not be looking at that. But you clearly obsessed. You keep posting it. You keep talking about it. So you're a little obsessed. And so that makes me a little question, like questioning why you, why you really worried about a man's like gender expression, like, but whatever. Okay. So it's an agenda against my masculinity. Like ain't nobody finna make you less masculine by posting a nigga picture online or in a magazine. Like if you a man, you a man, like how is another man, what he doing, making you look like less of a man like I don't, I don't know maybe it's something i'm missing but anyway um so but it's not about that it's about how they're trying to paint the image of the black man and destroy our image and it's like okay like you could you could post whatever fuck you want about me just like they try to make it like you know these women that's out here these rappers these female rappers always talking about coochie and talking about getting niggas money and dancing and wearing you know risque clothing and shit like that I don't feel like that makes me less of a woman. Like they doing whatever the fuck they want to do and I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. And they, I'm, I'm so me that that shit, what other bitches do don't fucking really have no say so in my life. Like, I don't understand how that's not the, the like the fucking baseline. But anyway, Michael B. Jordan. Um, oh, a couple things. So yeah, the, the, the first thing he was on the red carpet and, um, at one of the Creed, uh, premieres and this chick, I forgot what her name was, but it's some sh- podcast or YouTube channel called Morning Hustle. And so she walked up to him. She put a mic in his face. She was talking to him. And he was already, like, his body language was very, like, standoffish. And he was giving her, like, the side eye and shit. And she was like, hey, um, you know, it's uh, great to see you. Uh, I, I, we went to school together. I don't know if you remember, but we went to whatever the name of the school was. He was like, yeah, I remember the corny kid, right? <laughs> and she was like, what? And he was like, yeah, you called me corny. And she's like, no, I didn't. He's like, yes, you did. And she was like, no, no, I didn't. And she like kept denying it. And and then she tried to get through the interview with him. And he was being cooperative, but he was definitely giving her like resistance and like treating her ass a little bit. Like, bitch, fuck you. And I feel like rightfully so. If this bitch was fucking trying to clown him back in the day and now she got the audacity to be trying to talk to him for clout and and then not even acknowledge that she may have been, you know, calling him names, teasing him, bullying him, whatever. Like, stand on that shit, little bitch. And that's pretty much how he was he was coming at her. And so the interview was mad awkward. Um, and then at the end, like, to prove his point, she gonna say, well, you're not corny anymore. Like, as he walked away. I know he wanted to turn around and backhand that hoe. Ooh-wee. Oh, see, this why... They need female bodyguards for niggas at the celebrity. You know what I'm saying? Any celebs out there, you need a female bodyguard to just smack bitches and shit so you don't have to deal with them hoes, I got you. I'll backhand the shit out of one of these hoes. Because, bitch, you out of pocket. Bitch, what? Bitch, what? I said, you know what I mean? Like, you supposed to apologize at me. Like, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? I would. I definitely, if I, if I made you feel away, if I said some shit, and you know you was bullying a motherfucker. Or if he said he was bullied and, like, you knew you knew him and you probably, and she giving mean girl vibes anyway now. So it's like, bitch, it's very likely you was bullying this nigga or talking shit or whatever. So... Hell yeah, he had every right to be like that with her. Um, but yeah, she's like, you're not corny anymore. And uh, Spiritual Whistleblower, um, one of these uh, ladies I follow on um, TikTok and Instagram, she basically talks a lot about narcissism. And she talked about that shit too. She was like, that bitch is a fucking narcissist because you don't fucking acknowledge the wrong you did, but you sat here and then double down on that shit and like gaslit him. Like basically, like, oh, I ain't call you that. And then go say at the end, but you're not corny no more. Like, as to acknowledge, you knew the fuck niggas was calling him corny bitch so like the fuck like you knew you was picking on this nigga get the fuck out of here so i commend him for keeping his composure but yeah michael b you know what i'm saying i ain't gonna hit on you or nothing like if you want to just hire you know what i'm saying a nice a nice girl to have your back and like choke a bitch up real quick you know what i'm saying when she get out of line you know what i'm saying i do that and you know, i spend my i spend my motherfucking 48 hours in lock up or whatever you feel me um <laughs> Um, so yeah, and so then, um, also there was a series of photos that, uh, have gone around the internet of Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors kind of like an embrace. Cause of course they're in Creed 3 together. And so I don't know what kind of publicity or whatever, uh, type of, uh, format that this came out on, but there were like a series of black and white photos of them, like kind of tenderly leaning on each other and like, you know, kind of being close as men, much closer than a lot of black men felt comfortable with, obviously. Um, and so niggas was heated, like, oh, here we go with this agenda. These niggas is sus, blah, blah, blah. And so I've seen multiple takes on it, but most of them are just like basically the 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 fucking 
end point is that niggas shouldn't be touching other niggas. <laughs> Niggas shouldn't touch other niggas. Niggas shouldn't console other niggas. Niggas shouldn't lean on niggas. Like, I don't get it. Like, oh my God. It's crazy. Like, I can only imagine how restricting being a man is. Like, and y'all, like, I feel like a lot of guys try and say it's women that put these um, stipulations on other men. But I feel like y'all started it. Like, I feel like if men were to be a little bit more flexible in, like, their definition of masculinity and not... Um, and see, this is what we call toxic masculinity, which y'all don't want, a lot of y'all don't want to hear that term, but it's like, but this is the definition of that, right? Like I'm a man and this other man, you know what I'm saying? See that I'm, I'm hurting or I'm suffering or whatever. And I, you know, I try to be consoling to him. I try to be sensitive towards him. I try to give him a head, you know, uh, uh not give him head. <laughs> I try to give him, I try to give him a, a shoulder to lean on, you know, you know what I'm saying? Now that's gay. It's like, bro, something wrong with y'all. Like, I don't know. Like, everything can be up to interpretation, like, from somebody else. And that's, like, that's really whack to have to live your life afraid of what another nigga gonna see you doing and be like, oh, that nigga gay. Like, whatever. Like, it's whatever. And then motherfuckers need to just not even care that motherfuckers calling them gay, honestly. Like, if you know you fucking chicks, you know what I'm saying? Or you fucking niggas. Like, who gives a shit what this nigga think about what you doing? Like, that's you and your fucking business. Um, but, yeah, this shit's wild to me. So, shout out to uh, Jonathan Majors and Michael B. Jordan for being um, uh, the strong black men that they are and not giving a fuck about what these niggas in the fucking comment section got to say about them. These niggas all had hella sus anyway because y'all be on the attack. These same dudes be ready to attack a female off of like some projection type shit like a motherfucker and my motherfucker comment thread and i ain't even said shit to your ass i don't even know you from a can of motherfucking paint and your ass want to fucking get on the attack with me like these are weird ways to flirt with girls the fuck is wrong with you niggas like yo you need to go figure out why you mad at your mama because that's what it sound like like your mama was out here hoeing or letting niggas beat on you and now you mad at everybody it's given mama wasn't a good mama is given mama was sucking the pass a dick. <laughs> Y'all niggas need help, bro. Like, I don't understand. Like, I've never seen so many really just... And these niggas not all bots, bro. These are real men out here. Like, I mean, I really be seeing... Like, these are real fucking men. Just like that gay-ass nigga. Okay, I ain't gonna call him gay. But that lame-ass nigga that uh, wanted to be uh, in my comments talking... What the fuck this nigga say? Some stupid ass shit. Oh, I hope you. I'm waiting on your wig to fall off, bitch. If you watched the whole motherfucking episode, I already told you it was a motherfucking wig, and that bitch was secure, more secure than your motherfucking ego, bitch. Anyway, that's why I started this podcast because I ain't got time to type my rants out, bitch. I'm gonna rant on your ass right here and right fucking now with the cameras rolling for fucking views and and hopefully sponsorships and ad dollars. Uh sponsors i you know I, I love all people i ain't mean that gay shit i said <laughs> i love every fucking body okay dead ass okay i got no problem with motherfucker being gay like that shit wild though like y'all really be out here acting like y'all don't like women though like y'all really act like y'all don't like women and then wonder why don't no women like you what the fuck nigga you out here attacking every fucking woman very fucking weird very fucking weird like motherfucker mad like i'm talking about a nigga that hollered at me like, nigga, you want to holler? Like, what you mad at? I'm really trying to figure out what you mad at. Did I say all niggas? Nowhere did I say all niggas. I was talking about one specific motherfucking incident, and now you done internalized the shit, and now you motherfucking in the comments projecting all your motherfucking childhood issues onto my goddamn post. Move the fuck around, little bitch. Get off the motherfucking internet. Get off motherfucking Instagram. Go eat you some motherfucking vegan wraps. Walk around. Touch some grass, bitch. Go, go say hi to some motherfucking local motherfucking children. Go motherfucking pass out place to the fucking homeless. Get back in touch with your motherfucking center. Get the fuck off Instagram and get the fuck off all these motherfucking females' pages fucking mad because these bitches that'll never fucking talk to you a day in your motherfucking life because they can smell your motherfucking insecurity and your motherfucking potential for violence and fucking destruction from a mile of motherfucking way. Still mad at some bitch that rejected you in the motherfucking sixth grade. Grow the fuck up, nigga! Y'all females, y'all don't get rejected. Y'all don't understand. Motherfucker, nigga, I've been rejected plenty of times. Plenty of times. And my constellation is, what the fuck wrong with that nigga? <laughs> what 
When all these other niggas, what, what the fuck wrong with that nigga? Bitch, I ain't never worried about no one nigga. And that's what's wrong with y'all niggas. Stop worrying about what one bitch did. 12 bitches. Realize that maybe if tw if 20 out of 20 bitches said the same thing about you, maybe you might want a motherfucking look in the mirror. That's all I got to say. But any fucking way, that's enough about them whack-ass niggas. But yeah, so like, I don't know. This shit wow. Like, I don't understand how niggas live like this, though, bro. Toxic masculinity gonna get y'all ass killed out here. It probably already is, bro. Oh, God. Like, it really is. This is why, like, um, Boondocks was having them nigga moments. Y'all niggas don't know how to be sensitive with each other. Y'all niggas don't know how to fucking empathize with each other. Y'all don't know how to motherfucking turn the other cheek. Y'all don't know how to motherfucking, you know what I'm saying, get a benefit of the motherfucking doubt. Nigga do some shit that looks sus. You ready? to kill him nigga look at you too hard you ready to kill him just so you don't look such you look at the nigga harder now he think you want to kill him it's too much it's okay nigga smile i should make that t-shirt it's okay nigga smile god damn i just want to give you niggas a fucking hug goofy ass niggas right after i kick you in your ass Oh my goodness. But yeah, I don't understand. Like, I, I can imagine y'all niggas go to motherfucking pool parties and niggas that just drown because it ain't no motherfucking nigga. Like, imagine these niggas so hard they can't give mouth to mouth. Y'all better have some motherfucking female lifeguards or some shit there instead of motherfucking IG models because the IG models ain't getting their hair wet. They ain't risking no lace fronts for you niggas. These niggas want to take you to McDonald's on a first date. Ain't nobody risking no lace front for your ass. And then you two motherfucking bros before hoes anyway, okay? And then your bros will let your ass motherfucking drown in the pool. Because they don't want to get your ass mouth to mouth because that shit sucks, nigga. Breathe, bitch. Can you imagine this nigga banging on your chest and shit? Breathe, nigga. The fuck, the fuck wrong with you, man? Uh. <laughs> Y'all weird, bro. That reminded me of that episode of The Jeffersons where um, uh, George Jefferson had just taken, like, a CPR class, and then they was in some kind of, like, meeting or something, like a building uh, tenant meeting or some shit. Some shit. And it was uh, this white guy. He was a fucking racist. And he had a heart attack or some shit. And um, nobody in there knew CPR. And they looked around, and George was trying to act like he ain't no, because <laughs> he hated that nigga, because he was so racist. And he looked, and everybody looking at this, I think Wheezy or somebody, or uh, his son, or Lionel, or somebody was with him, and was like, come on, you know you know CPR, go help him. And so the son uh, was like, oh my God, you can save my dad? And he was like, yeah, he was like, get out the way. And he's like, he's like, all right, cracker. <laughs> he gave him mouth to mouth. <laughs> and he saved him and then as the ambulance they cut the scene and then as the ambulance was uh i mean the stretcher they was rolling him out on the stretcher um to go get uh to go to the hospital or whatever um the guy was uh conscious and he was like uh oh my god you almost died i'm so glad you know his father his the son was like i'm so glad you made it um he was like um thankfully george saved you he was like what you mean george saved me he was like yeah he gave you mouth to mouth and he saved you he did cpr on you da da da, da. and he was like you let that nigga put his mouth on me and it, <laughs> the motherfucker's like you should have let me die <laughs> that's you niggas that's you niggas you should have let me die I die before I let a nigga touch me and, and fucking help and consolation and fucking to soothe my soul. Fucking bitches. God damn. Fucking female nurse, these niggas. Hello, nurse. I'm sorry. That was a, that was a whole fucking rant. It's, it's over your head, okay? But nigga, y'all need to relax because y'all really gonna die out here because y'all so fucking manly. Y'all can't even let a nigga fucking help you, console you. Like some motherfucker said, you scared it might move. <laughs> Nigga lay his head on your shoulder. You scared it might move. Little goofy ass nigga. God damn. Y'all need help, bro. This shit's sad. Okay. Just please, y'all. Just let's review the the no the no niggas being tender with each other rule. It's really whack. And ladies, if y'all out here shaming niggas for, you know what I'm saying, having male intimacy, you know what I'm saying, uh friend in a friendship and being emotional and vulnerable with each other, then y'all need to stop doing that shit too. Because y'all get to do that shit with y'all girls. So why would you deny that shit for other men? Like, that's really whack. And then y'all wonder why these niggas blowing up at you. Why this nigga got all this pent-up motherfucking aggression? He can't express himself. Because he don't get to practice that shit nowhere in no safe fucking space. Not with his guys and definitely not with your ass if you out here fucking trolling him talking about that shit look gay. God damn. Anyway moving on uh so selena gomez also uh 
they say, I don't follow these white uh, celebrities like that. So, you know, whenever I get whatever I get, you know, I just saw that shit in passing. But he basically, Selena Gomez, I guess, used to be um, dating Justin Bieber or whatever. And Justin Bieber got married to some bitch that was, like, stalking him. And she, like, I don't know, she's some celebrity kid or some shit. Baldwin, Haley Baldwin. I guess she one of them Baldwin kids. So, anyway, she was, like, literally, like, stalking him. Like, it's a fan club and shit out here um president who was like the bitch would inbox her like what hotel he's staying at where he gonna be at and then they got several receipts on tiktok a uh, hundred background and different stuff while he was dating selena um so it seems to be that this bitch is fucking obsessed with selena gomez because so she keeps throwing out little subliminals and shit on her tiktok um like trolling selena and so selena's i guess she didn't had enough she just in now i think at some point she became the most followed celebrity on instagram uh edging out uh kylie jenner and uh kylie jenner is friends with Haley bieber i believe so Haley married justin after selena and uh justin broke up but it seems as though Haley is obsessed with selena gomez as much as she was with justin um and then there's several video of justin kind of being not the ideal partner like letting her get almost snatched up by his fucking bodyguard not knowing this is fucking wife with him like hold on, hold on get out the what you doing dude like what's for the dude's for the fold her ass up and this nigga walking, he in the car, he ain't paying no attention. How your fucking wife almost about to get beat down by your fucking bodyguard and you ain't fucking saying shit? First of all, she should be walking in front of you. You should have her hand. Like, they going through a crowd of motherfucking people and you just out here like, yit the d. I wish a nigga would. The fuck? I done broke up with niggas for less. The fuck out of here. Nigga, you supposed to be protecting me. The fuck I look like trailing behind you finna get snatched the fuck up anyway so yeah so clearly justin is not uh, an ideal partner in that aspect and uh Haley a little fucking mental but yeah so selena took a break um amongst all of this shit they came out somebody came out with a statement trying to say kylie jenner i think saying she wasn't talking about selena and they friends and all this other shit but i think Haley on some bullshit like literally if you go on tiktok and look this shit up just i just looked it up just because i wanted to know what was going on because i saw it in passing so i don't be doing this on the regular just so y'all know don't be trying to take my black card it's okay though if y'all like Haley bieber and justin b if you were a believer um but yeah so i i was like what the fuck like this shit crazy like wow it's a lot of receipts like this bitch a little weird so um i, I was in a situation i think i talked about it on, on another episode like you know a stalker type weird situation where a bitch was like i'm emulating her and, and it was really her emulating me and shit bitches be on weird shit like that so some old hand to rocks the cradle type shit you know what i mean that was a good ass movie. But yeah, anyway, um, y'all, y'all gotta watch these bitches. They weird. Um, but yeah, so Spiritual Whistleblower was breaking that shit down. Like, no, they're fucking narcissists. Like, that shit is triangulation. Um, he she wanna be her so bad. He probably put be, you know, making her jealous, probably be looking at her profile or something, or still talking about her and shit. Like, I can't be with no nigga that ain't over his ex. And I definitely ain't trying to be out here competing with nobody ex. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, bitch, do you want me or not, nigga? I'm the I'm the new bitch. You upgraded, nigga. You better recognize or you be done lost the upgrade, okay? You can go back to that hoe if that's what you really want. It's a reason you ain't with it now, right? All right, let's get that out the way. So, uh, yeah, that's some weak-ass bitch shit. And y'all got to watch it out here because, bitch, it's it's wild. So, um, yeah, so Selena Gomez, though, she said she was taking a break. Her rationale was, um, I'm going to read this quote from her. I never got a chance to go on to uh, to go to an actual high school. The school, the world, I'm sorry, the world was my high school for the longest time. And I started getting inundated with information. I like that word, inundated. Inundated with information that I didn't want. I went through a hard time and a breakup and I didn't want to see any of the feedback, not necessarily about the relationship, but the opinions of me versus someone else there'd be thousands of really nice comments but my mind goes straight to the mean one which is a human kind of reaction uh natural response uh she explained gomez uh explained people can call me ugly or stupid and i'm like whatever but these people get detailed they write paragraphs that are so specific and mean i would constantly be crying i constantly had anxiety i couldn't do it anymore it was a waste of my time so yeah y'all man this is wild this is a wild time i can only imagine being a teenager growing up with social media like because like we you know what i'm saying you get bullied back in in my day like that you could leave you know what i mean <laughs> like you could just leave <laughs> you know what i'm saying motherfucker talking shit about you calling you names roasting you to the fucking end of the earth 
you ain't got no good comebacks. We grew up in Chicago. You better have some comebacks ready. But, you know, you run out of comebacks or whatever. You know, they going a little too hard. They all getting on you. You know what I'm saying? You call out their mama to say your mama's a bitch. And I seen her walking down motherfucking Michigan Avenue selling that shit. And then you fucking leave or go home. You know what I mean? Um, well, y'all fight. You know what I'm saying? And then that's it. And then you go home. And now you ain't got to deal with them niggas no more. But, you know, because they definitely weren't going to be calling the landline and get cussed out by your parents. You know what I'm saying? But with this social media shit, like... You can't even be on your phone. You got your phone with you 24-7 because that's just the nature of where we at now. And then here you get notifications or you got, you know what I'm saying? If you ain't fucking figured out a way to uh, curb your social media use, you going to see that shit. Especially if you're a celebrity, your shit is like, you know, on your profile. So she said she has her, um, she has her uh, assistant run her page. I feel like that's the best route for a lot of them uh, celebrities. Like, don't even fucking log in your shit. So she says her assistant runs the page and basically filters out the, um, like some positive shit for her to look at and read so hopefully uh you know y'all leave selena the fuck alone because y'all gonna all be acting like y'all sad when motherfucker hurt themselves or do some shit or get hurt you know what i'm saying behind that shit that shit is just wild to me but um anyway uh also i'm a little concerned because bad bunny is dating kylie jenner now and uh <laughs> la gente no no le gusta eso okay <laughs> la gente están um <laughs> destornado okay they like what the fuck destornado that's not the word what am i looking for um uh, disturbed i'll think of it but yeah they're a little fucking perturbed behind that shit like this shit is a little motherfucking weird no me gusta okay um because like what the fuck like why what first of all bad bunny like we had aspirations of you being with like you know a morena latina something right and i mean i ain't trying to be like that but like what the fuck of all the bitches you could have been with one of them motherfucking kardashian bitches oh hell no so prayers for Bad Bunny, cause I don't know y'all. He might be on the motherfucking bullet train straight to Weirdville. He already was a little eccentric, okay? But uh we gotta pray for Bad Bunny, y'all, cause I love me some Bad Bunny. I don't want his music to take no weird turn. I don't want his life to take no weird turn. Messing with them devil witches, them devil women, the all them girls is the devil. Bobby, them girls is the devil. <clears throat> y'all remember Waterboy, don't play with me. But yeah, so um, Bad Bunny, I don't know. Baby, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't fuck with Kendall Jenner. One of them hoes. Kendall, Kylie. It's too many of these bitches, okay? The KKKs and the JJJs. Bitch, leave them alone, okay? Just know. Anyway, Megan Thee Stallion is finally free from 1501. And um, now Carl Crawford, um, the president or whatever, now he want to come out apologizing and shit. They trying to fucking clean their image up because they lost their queen, okay? um that's what y'all ass get y'all was really out here trying to place this and out here making her look bad blocking her that she had to get restraining orders because they wouldn't let her perform her certain songs and certain venues like certain she's certain uh performances like literally like minutes before the performance she didn't have clearance to use her own music it's just crazy to me so you was really about to block your own bag just to be on some petty shit he said they ain't talked to each other ever since she signed with rock nation in like 2019 so you was salty that she wanted better management and i heard several weak ass niggas talking shit about what she was just trying she's being greedy and she wanted to cut out the niggas who uh supported her all of these years and she's a sellout no motherfucker if i'm working my ass off and I'm out here on the line, and I'm out here getting did dirty, and y'all not putting y'all motherfucking skin in the game, because that the way the contract sound like they was they was getting everything, and she was getting hardly fucking nothing out of it. So it was a fucked up deal to begin with. I believe I broke that shit down on another episode. So 1501 was dirty in the way they did her contract, and the, at the rate that she was growing and, and coming up, like she deserved better management. And to, and you see what happened once she went to Rock Nation. Her shit went like this. You feel me? Her bag is cr incredible right now. And you see the work ethic. And like she said, if y'all made me, then bitch make another me. They try and keep failing, crashing and burning miserably. So y'all better leave making the fuck alone. The, congrats to Megan for getting out of that fucking whack ass deal. So hopefully, like I said, I'll, I'll be praying every day sis is in the fucking lair writing villainous rhymes and shit. Because bitch everybody deserved to get lit the fuck up okay megan don't fucking spare none of these motherfuckers not a single one they wasn't out here tweeting on your behalf or fucking backing you up in the streets fuck them all fuck them they all can catch these bars she said my pen a freaking go after a bitch or a nigga okay these bitches pinocchio i really gotta go at geppetta I'm sorry, I love me some Megan, y'all. Just excuse me. I'm gonna listen to that shit right after this shit is over. Um, anyway, all right, and so on to local and national politics. 
<sighs> Lori Lightfoot, she getting dragged nationally, y'all, because they really hated her. And I, I hate that for her. But, like, also, like, I don't know. Like, you know, she could have did better. She could have done better. She was at all of the motherfucking uh, 35 and up clubs <laughs> last week. She was out there with all of them niggas at the, at the stepping joint. She's at the dating game, Q's lounge. The bitch was all over the south side of Chicago trying to muster up them last votes. Them motherfuckers even called me right before. Uh, I had voted early, so it was like, y'all, a little too late. But motherfucker called me like, uh, hey, uh, this is Lori Lightfoot's office. We trying to get her in the British bridge. Get the fuck off my phone. It's over. She's done. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, first time in 40 years that a Chicago mayor has lost their reelection bid, but you do got to give her credit. Like I said before, like she, she helmed a ship that was headed for a certain disaster already in a, a storm of, you know what I'm saying? Violence, uh, city violence, the pandemic, uh, the, the, the CTU and their, you know, dissatisfaction with things um so i don't like how she handled the teachers union strike for sure um but you do got to give us some credit for how she um dealt with the pandemic and i i feel like she did get a lot of shit just because she was a black woman and especially being a black gay woman i feel like she definitely got a lot of shit from all sides so Lori, don't let them make you feel bad you know what i'm saying your legacy for me I don't know how much I speak for nobody else, but for me, I feel like you did your thing, sis. You, you should be proud. Job well done. You did your motherfucking best. You know what I'm saying? Can't nobody say they did what the fuck you did because, bitch, all these other niggas ain't got to deal with no motherfucking hiding no pandemic, okay? And a teacher strike and all that shit all going on at the same goddamn time. So, shout out to uh, Lori. Um, but, yeah, uh, Br Brandon Johnson, the Cook County um, commissioner, I believe, and then uh paul Vallis, the former uh chicago school superintendent um will do a runoff election uh so i'll be interested in seeing those debates but um i hope i mean fuck paul Vallis. that's my opinion so i hope brandon wiped the floor with that nigga like and he i feel like he could do it he definitely got the coffers to do it and he definitely went hard enough in the uh, previous debate so i hope he on fucking hold no punches wipe the floor with that motherfucker okay uh because paul Vallis is on paper he a fucking dim but he's very much giving right okay and he keeps talking about he gonna invest in poor communities and increase police presence so it's like okay we don't really know i don't know what you're gonna do because when you had your chances to show what you was gonna do for the poor black community what was you doing okay don't try and talk to us nice now like you niggas like to do too little too late paul so hopefully brandon johnson wiped the floor with that motherfucker i'm surprised jamal green got so much of the vote but um people like jamal green but yeah um 91 of the precincts reported citywide uh in a low turnout election you motherfuckers need to get out and vote stop fucking playing um 35 of the vote Went to Vallis, 20% to johnson lightfoot 16 chewy garcia fourth at 14 percent so it is what it is. Anyway, um, so we'll see what happens with that runoff. I'll definitely be giving my two cents and filling in when I catch those uh, debates. Rupert Murdoch, okay? This nigga is a real-life Bond villain. Y'all remember Tomorrow Never Dies? Uh, the James Bond with Pierce Brosnan. That motherfucking movie was Rupert Murdoch. They, you know, the 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 plot was very much giving Rupert Murdoch. If you don't know, Rupert Murdoch is the owner. He's like fucking mega billionaire, multi multi billionaire, um, owner of Fox and all of its brands. Okay, so you know the media companies got so many conglomerates like. It's like four or five fucking major media companies and like every other motherfucking media fall under them niggas. So he's a fucking, he's a Bond villain, okay? They like, go watch Tomorrow Never Dies and then and holla at me. Like the nigga, that was based on him loosely, okay? And anyway, um, he, he living up to that shit because they said, according to a new court filing from Dominion Voting Systems, so that's who run the national voting systems or whatever, one of the major vendors, um, they suing Fox News for $1.6 They said in 2020, Murdoch gave Jared Kushner, so that was his, um, he was then, oh, here you go, I say right here, then the first son-in-law and an advisor to the president. Uh, they gave confidential inter information to him. Uh, about President uh, Joe Biden's uh, ads, along with debate strategy, providing Kushner a preview of Biden's ads before they were public. It's not clear which ads Murdoch 
passed on or what debate strategy he offered. But as the Washington Post, Philip Bump notes, the heads up would have undoubtedly been much appreciated. So basically you getting a fucking, you know, it's like, it's like you playing laser tag or some shit and you, you got, you the only one who got a fucking map of where everybody had, you know what I mean? Like that's what the fuck he had definitely had an advantage in that. So that's wild to me. Um, but still lost bitch ass nigga. Um, so yeah, this nigga's a fucking super villain. Throw him, throw him all away, but he gonna get out of that shit. You know, you know how much money this nigga got? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But they all doing that. Like y'all know y'all can't trust the media. All you can do is trust your local podcaster. <laughs> no, read. Just trust yourself, okay? That's all you can do. Trust your fucking self. Um, y'all remember them ass for Ozempic? Oh, 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 Ozempic. And you remember they was doing a melody with oh, 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 it's magic. Magic, right? I think I mentioned this before somewhere, but I remember I was pissed when I saw them ass. I was like, so y'all gonna do the subliminal fucking song messaging, huh? Make motherfuckers think they gonna magically lose motherfucking weight with some like fucking uh uh i think it's like a pen uh, uh, that you inject or some shit so anyway uh ozempic um is currently under uh review or uh criticism because uh people didn't realize they was gonna need to use this shit for the rest of their life you thought it was going to, you thought the drug was going to help you lose weight real quickly and then keep the weight off you stop taking drug then you're gonna just stay slim no bitch it ain't motherfucking a tummy tuck that shit ain't lipo, bitch. You a crackhead. You was a weight loss crackhead now, okay? So motherfuckers, they said, so I got a quote from, uh, it says, most likely you're going to end up eating what you were before and maybe because the body has been in something like a starvation mode, it's trying to catch up, uh, says Dr. Dodell. It's not a matter of willpower and self-control. Some patients say they weren't initially aware that they might need to take the weight loss drugs long-term. So basically it would make you feel full and keep your digestion slow so that you think you're full for longer or you feel full for longer and therefore eat less. Um, but yeah they said once you start taking that shit it's like all the benefits is gone you put all the way back on and probably some because now you eating more because your body was like oh bitch we was starving you know what i mean let girl go let's go get some burgers right now um so yeah uh there's jenny woods a bartender in nashville tennessee received a free this shit's so sad she received a free five-month trial of wagovi which is one of the other brands of this drug um last july when the trial ended, Mrs. Woods, who has PCOS, which result, one of the side effects of PCOS is weight loss or like a diabetes or some shit like that, uh, type 2, I want to say, um, had lost roughly 17% of her starting weight. Her insurance didn't cover the medication, so she stopped taking it. After the two, the next, Over the next two months, her PCOS-driven dri sugar cravings returned, as did about half the weight she had lost. She has since restarted the medication um, working extra shifts to cover her 750 out of pocket costs. Bitch, that's so sad. Cause first of all, don't nobody want to be picking up extra shifts to keep their weight down? Bitch, what? Oh, I know she wanna slap a motherfucker daily. Oh God. Oh, please. That's I just I feel for her. Prayers, prayers, Jenny Woods. Um Weight cycling can be harmful to a person's physical and mental health, and those who lose and gain weight repeatedly have a higher risk of mortality than people who maintain a stable weight, various studies have found, including the Journal of Clin Clinical Endocrinology and Metabolism. So you're having your weight go up and down could literally take years off your life. It's just, it's just wild to me. So I feel bad for them people. Um, it's very sad, though, honestly. But the, the drug industry fucked up. I think I saw something today, too, where they um, finally forcing, like, a 70% cut uh, to um, one of these uh, insulin providers. I'm like, that's crazy. Like, y'all really out here ripping. But, I mean, we've been new to this. Y'all ripping people off on some life or death type shit. Like, this wild to me. What is wrong with us? Just, it's insane. It's other ways to make money. God fucking damn. Y'all really out here about to have people out here risking life and limb just to fucking keep, stay alive. It's just, it's, it's incredible. Anyway, um, you know, when, when there's alternatives, uh, okay. So, oh, return to office. So everybody's trying to get people to go back to the office, but the U.S. is way behind Europe and Asia. So uh, one of these articles was saying that because Americans have longer commutes, we have uh, bigger 
um, housing, uh, you know, larger homes usually in suburbs and et cetera. Um, so therefore we're not stuck in the same room with a kid, you know what I'm saying? Or, uh, you know, we got enough room to comfortably have a home office, et cetera, that we're less likely to want to return to the office because we don't feel the need. Um, also, I think that they need to factor in, I believe I hinted on this on the last episode, mass fucking shootings. Like, why are you about to make Americans go into big office fucking spaces when workplace violence, mass shootings, and random, you know what I'm saying, violence is like at an all-time fucking high. I I would rather stay home. Do you want dead employees or do you want employees? You make the fucking choice. So I think people need to fucking keep emphasizing that as well. Like, you want me to go back to the office and get shot. That's what you're saying? Just say it just like that to your boss. So you want me to get shot. That's what you're saying? <laughs> I'm praying for y'all, though. I, I, seriously, though, because... It's no need for a lot of us to go back into the office. Um, it's just very much a vanity thing and um, ego-driven, the, the desire to have people that are doing their work from home to do the work. Also, however, there are economic consequences because, um, like they pointed out, a lot of restaurants and other uh, retail and uh, services are built on uh, workers commuting to work or being at an office site so you got all these restaurants around an office but now these offices are empty so who is eating at these restaurants um so yeah so i mean i get it there's two sides to that but it's just like y'all y'all need to figure something out because the going back to normal bullshit that's just over with i don't think americans are going for it we like hell no fuck this shit you know what i mean fuck it no why you know fucking pry this remote work out of my fucking dead cold hands <laughs> um so yeah oh and so they also quoted in the same article that um while a number of european cities have long average commutes new york and chicago are unmatched according to mobility services company move it inc public transportation systems in europe and asia are often more reliable and less prone to delays making it easier to get to work um which is making me remember there was a a, a greece um a grecian train collision that killed i believe upwards of 36 people uh and counting i believe and injured like some 80 something uh people so uh prayers to those people um because the train derailed and i think they crashed with a freight train so uh just like this ohio train derailment oh my god prayers to everybody affected by that like it's so much going on um and at the same time that's why we got to be careful about our thoughts man meditate pray like really try to keep yourself at peace and let spirit guide you because we need to be using higher powers right now um because there's there are forces that on a physical level you're just not going to be able to overcome without some sort of higher um understanding of the inner workings of the universe and what outer workings and the inner workings of yourself um so yeah uh speaking of new york uh <laughs> found an article i thought this was funny new yorkers bring home the poop and I thought we knew this. Like, when I was in New York, I was, like, walking down the street, like, damn, this shit nasty. You know what I'm saying? I could just see the microbial bullshit going on. You know what I mean? And, um, motherfucker, shit. I remember when I was in the Airbnb, the guy came up to my room to uh, replace my towels, and he had his shoes on. I was just looking at him like, you dusty, dirty, nasty motherfucker. Nasty motherfucker. Um, I, like, swiffered the bitch out. I swiffered the fuck out of that floor every time I came back in that bitch. And I refused to walk my shoes past the fucking threshold. Like... So they were saying that New Yorkers need to make sure they're taking off their shoes before entering their homes because the levels of um, poop was ridiculous. Uh, the findings published January 31st in the Journal of Indoor and Built Environment suggest that perhaps leaving shoes at the door when entering someone's home is a good idea. Duh. Taking your shoes off is a no-brainer, Larry. The study's lead author tells Gothamist Jacqueline Jeffrey Walensky, shoes soles are disgusting. Uh, so they're saying they found, of course, uh, high levels on your hardwood wood or hard surfaces, but then even more on carpets. Um, but they say, don't worry. Cause you know, like even if you got like babies and shit, picking up toys and putting them in their mouth, like they probably not going to get no type of fucking disease from the shit. But ew, like I don't want dog and rat poop and shit all in my fucking house. Probably some human shit too. Cause you niggas is nasty. Anyway. <laughs> um, Oh, speaking of uh, excrement, we can move on to a black woman's ID got peed on. This was in, uh, I believe, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Some racist-ass motherfucking car dealer uh, 
guess he the the, the vibe was off sis said fuck y'all and your car sale i'm out of here she left her fucking id bitch always collect your shit before you start cussing niggas out get your food right you at the restaurant bitch acting stupid get your motherfucking burger and your fries then let these niggas have it okay and make sure you don't come back, at least not looking the same way. You better come back in fucking disguise or when it's a new shift or some shit. Because these niggas don't remember you niggas spitting your shit next time. You go, you you go, you get your food, you place your order. Then you cuss these niggas out. You eat all of it, and then you cuss them out. <laughs> Call them back later if you have to. Come back on the weekend when you already got your shit cooked at home. Something, okay? Like, you don't cuss motherfuckers out and then fucking try to need some shit from them after. Just get the shit together, okay? Um, but yeah, so she went to the dealership in Kenosha to test drive a car and decided not to buy it. She got home and realized she left her ID there. She called to retrieve it, but they gave it a runaround. She later found out they broke it and urinated on it. Why? Because this goofy-ass nigga recorded shit and posted it on fucking social media. This nigga's name is Brian Slavin, okay? Slavin? Slavin? Even this nigga's last name is racist, bitch. You should've fucking knew. You should've walked out right there. Why'd you hand this nigga your ID? Anyway, nigga peed on her ID and recorded the shit. That's some weird ass shit. These niggas weird. That's like them niggas who was peeing in coffee and they caught these niggas peeing in the motherfucking uh, office break room coffee pot and shit. You can't trust these motherfuckers. That's why I don't do the office motherfucking luncheons. Like, these niggas is weird. Don't trust them. Don't wash their hands. It's just crazy. I ain't talking about a specific group of people. But uh, yeah, so just the fact that you are so racist and then recorded this shit is just is just wild to me. So shout out to Kenosha, Kenosha. All right, but uh, yeah, sis, bitch, what was you thinking, girl? You tripping? Ain't no way. Ain't no way. All right, and so that's pretty much it. I just wanted to leave y'all with that. Uh, motherfucker got their motherfucker ID peed on. To get your shit and leave. Get your shit and leave. Then you then you get these niggas a piece of your mind. Um. But yeah, so uh, just one more time to you weird internet niggas. I'm sure, excuse me, uh, if I post some more clips, I'm going to get some of you weirdos in my comments. And it's all good. Um, I just want you to know that a lot of you niggas uh, need some healing. You know what I mean? And you feeling rejected. You Rashad's and Malik's especially. I don't know where these niggas get these African-ass names. They get these Muslim-ass names. And then they want to motherfucking cuss, cuss bitches out. I don't get it. Nigga, go motherfucking do some motherfucking meditation. Say your motherfucking assalamu alaikums and leave motherfuckers alone. Peace be unto you, nigga. God damn. Um, but yes, I just wanted to say that a lot of you niggas probably missing side teeth and don't have dental plans. And you over there asking your mama why she left you. Your sleepy sperm, sperm identified as ovaries. Do it for the bros, never for them hoes. <laughs> Oh, God, you niggas is weird. Just save them, Lord. I'm just going to do a prayer. I'm going to do a prayer. You niggas don't wash your bathtubs out because that's where you cry. <laughs> oh, gone with the wind. Want to be swept off your feet, ass niggas. God damn. Please, somebody go fucking help these niggas. Go heal them. I, need, I just need somebody. Can Dr. Umar just go out here and start slapping the shit out these niggas? But see, Dr. Umar and Tariq Nasheed probably proud of the fucking problem. He let you, they be letting you niggas think y'all can't do no fucking wrong. You niggas can do wrong. You're doing it, okay? Stop arguing with females on fucking Instagram and go fucking wash your tub. That's how you find peace, nigga. Get some comment and scrub that motherfucker, and then you'll realize, goddamn, I'm a dirty-ass, dusty-ass nigga. Then you can go take a bath, sit down in some warm water with your little sensitive ass and motherfucking soak in some Epsom salt and cry and listen to some motherfucking uh, Teddy Pendergrass. Oh, 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 oh. All right, this has been this has been an episode of Chillin'. Venus, my sweetest. I'm sorry for yelling, y'all. I probably should have been saving my voice for my gig, but, you know, it's whatever. Um, we out here. So shout out to y'all. Thanks for rocking with me again. And, um... I hope y'all have a good one. Uh, yes. Keep it tight. Take your shoes off. And, and, and clean your tubs. Peace. <laughs>
It's like a train saying voices.